Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Dan, it's time to talk uh, basketball, the NBL and uh, other basketball matters as well. And uh, we're very privileged to have from Australia online for us. So one of the greats of uh, Australian basketball. 20 feet, 21 years a player in world leagues around the world, including playing in Greece of, uh, as, uh, in the league there, uh, part also of the San Antonio, San Antonio Spurs in 2003. That is terrific. A decade two of coaching, including uh, uh, a stint at the Wellington Saints, uh, of all places as well. I'm talking about Shane Heal. Shane Heal, the hammer, we welcome into a, a, a show this morning. Uh, we're very privileged to have him for a short space of time. Uh, Shane, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, my pleasure. Great to be on. Hey, how does a basketballer get nicknamed a hammer? <laughs> well, I wasn't a carpenter, um, but uh, <laughs> no, I used to, um, I, I grew up doing a bit of boxing and got in a few scuffles and things like that, so uh, they started calling me Hammer Heel. Stuck. Stuck. It's stuck, all right, uh, and it's followed you through a great history uh, in uh, the basketball, uh, particularly in Australia, of course. Uh, uh, Shane, we're, we're very interested, of course, with the breakers being in here, but not enjoying, enjoying the, the most, uh, uh, I guess, uh, encouraging season from, from our point of view. Uh, they've had issues to deal with, COVID, etc., away from home all the time, no home court advantage. But overall, what have you seen out of the breakers this year? Uh, we're pretty concerned. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. It's, it's tough to start with. So you're behind the eight ball when you're living on the road for that long um, playing every game away from home. So it's, it's tough circumstances. But I'm not sure that the team's really been assembled, you know, the right way as well. I'm not sure they've had the right players. Um, you know, when you lose someone like Thomas Abbott Crombie, obviously it puts more pressure on. Um, but, yeah, there's just something missing. I'm not sure that they really nailed their, their imports, even though both have showed glimpses of being really good players. Um, Yanni Wetzel's obviously been somebody to get back to New Zealand has been huge for the club moving forward as well. So that's probably the, the shining light for them right now. Uh, unfortunately, the breakers don't appear to be able to re-sign imports for a, a period of time. I mean, one of the standout things about Australian franchises is they do tend to hold on to their imports and build, uh, have the opportunity to build games around them. The breakers don't appear to have that luxury. Is it, is it purely financial uh, or would you think there might be other reasons? Yeah, I'm not sure where the finances come in, but I can only speculate on that. Um, I think that the selection of imports has probably been the problem as well. So then they're not players that you either want to keep or they're not in the right position that they want to stay. Um, and they, they have to start nailing those import spots. And if they don't, then they end up losing guys like Finn Delaney that, you know, should be part of the foundation moving forward. You know, he was incredible last year. I thought 
you know, had just an amazing, you know, last couple of seasons. And then this year, you know, 10 points a game probably hasn't lived up to what, you know, he has done in the past. But that's probably because they haven't nailed some of the other spots as well. So, you know, I would have thought they needed a really good foreman, you know, a great point guard that could both score and, and distribute. Um, and it seems like they've done, gone more with the next stars. And those young guys, like, they you know, great talents moving forward, but I don't think they're ready to be able to hold down a roster and to be able to deliver and to be able to get wins consistently in a pro league as tough as the NBL. There's always pressure on coaches. It's that kind of sport. I mean, it's one of the sports where coaches, I think, uh, their uh, their sideline perspective, etc., is more visible than any other sport that you can probably think of. Uh, we've got Dan Shamir, of course, came here with a, pro- a fine pedigree in Turkey in particular. Um, you know, he's coached all around the world. Uh, but it just isn't working at the moment. Um, do we have to uh, start considering a change at the helm? Well, I mean, normally it's going to be the coach that's looked at first when the team's underperforming, and I think this might be his third year. Um, but I, I think it comes down to recruiting as much as it does, you know, the way he coaches. I, I think his in-game coaching is good. You know, he, he's very European, very, you know, set-driven on, on, on his offences. Um, and I don't mind the way he goes about it. I'm just not sure that he's been able to construct the rosters um, the way he needed to to give himself a better chance. And I, I think you probably, to be fair to him, probably needs a season at home as well where there's stability and and, you know, games at home and people are, are home with their families as well before we can probably fully judge him. Right, well, let's uh, look at the league in its own right. And uh, Dean Vickerman, of course, did have some time uh, with us over here and uh, was very successful as well. But he's found a niche too at the Melbourne United franchise. They're going extremely well. Yeah, they are. He's, uh, he's done a great job, Dean. Uh, winning championships and, uh, you know, constructing a roster that um, is built around their defence. And, you know, when you add Matthew Dallavadova into that lineup, we knew he wasn't going to put up big numbers, but we knew he was going to bring a toughness and a defensive sort of presence. And, you know, someone like Shay Illy, and I'm sure your fans are um, sitting back home saying, well, how come we don't have Shay Illy, you know, at our franchise? He'd help us right mm. now. But he's been able to do that and find people that can really fit and play a role and, and build success. So there's no doubt they're another chance to be able to win it. But I think it's tight this year. Yeah, we are. We're looking at, at uh, I'm looking at the table as we speak right now, and they've had 16 games, uh, Melbourne United, uh, the SEM and Phoenix, uh, and uh, the Perth Wildcats, who SENZ has a vested interest, in, of course, over there uh, on the, in the West, uh, and the Sydney Kings. So, uh, as you say, uh, is competition really at this point with a great amount of interest uh, with uh, so many chances? Yeah, well, and, and let's not forget that Perth are going home for nine games. They've done a great job to be on the road for as long as they have as well and be able to pick up the sort of wins they have. But I'm not sure we've seen their final roster. I reckon they need to make another change. I think uh, Frazier needs to go. I think they need another big if they're going to be able to pull off this championship. Uh, I think they're one player short, but uh, they're certainly going to be up there at the end. And the Sydney Kings are the hottest team in the competition right now. And probably got more firepower than any other team. So they're coming good at the right time of the season, And um, but they've got a lot of games on the road that they're going to have to win as well. Tasmanian Jack Jumpers, uh, this is a, a, I think this is a good story first up. Great story. Really good story. I think the majority of people around the, the, the league and basketball fans expected them to be down the bottom, but they fight. And, you know, they, they don't have the best roster. It's sort of just thrown together of bits and pieces and unlikely pieces, pieces as well. But... Um, now, they've done exceptionally well, and um, 
you know, probably overachieved, you know, with the amount of wins they've got now. We probably didn't think they were going to get that for the whole season. You're, uh, Shane, you're, you're actually coaching at the moment. You're coaching uh, the Sydney Uni Flames in the WNBL. Uh, what's the state of women's basketball like in this part of the world? Um, well, the, the standard is is off the charts. Um, you know, it's one of the best leagues in the world, and there's no doubt about that. Um, the, the promotion of the league from Basketball Australia leaves a lot to be desired. Um, feel like they don't give you know the the young ladies and the talent that that is in this league probably the credit and the exposure that it deserves to build up the crowds and the social media and and all the rest of it. So um, hopefully that continues to to change and and, and grow um, because the league is certainly tough. Like father, like daughter, uh, you've got a great story in your family with uh, young Shyla who uh, has been drafted uh, in the 2021 WNBA draft. So. Uh, that is a, a extremely hard thing to break into. She must uh, be seriously talented. Uh, and how's she enjoying her time in the WNBA? Well, she actually went, and uh, after three weeks, she got cut, which was unbelievable. They had a whole lot of injuries. So she went through a really difficult time because she was only 19, and the rest of the draft players were 23 and 24. So, uh, But, yeah, no, she, she's doing really well. She's a great kid. Uh, you know, she's currently fourth in the league in scoring. She was top five last year, still at, at a young age in the WNBL, but just had her first tour with the Opals as well, and that's a tough team to be able to break into. They've you know been in the on the podium so many times over the last twenty years, so she's a really good kid and, and uh, works hard and plays the right way, and, and uh, yeah, so hopefully she continues to grow and um, and we'll be good to go. If you look at the uh, oh man, she's so young. She's got that on her side and that experience, even though it was a brief one. Uh, would be uh, would be invaluable. Ex- expectations, perhaps, to to maybe get back there. Yeah, it's you know it's a funny one because she's so young and the WNBA is so cutthroat, and they don't have guarantees in the WNBA like they do do in the NBA. Otherwise, she would have had a guaranteed you know four or five year deal. So you know they've got a long way to grow as a league as far as looking after their players. Um, but she learns a lot from that experience, and you know just getting through that mentality of. You know what would be perceived as as failure is really tough for for a teenage girl, and uh, it's going to make her stronger. And and she's come back, and she worked hard. She sucked her thumb for a little bit, and and uh, lots of hugs back here, and tears, and everything else. But you know you you learn from those experiences, and you grow. And there's no doubt that she'll play really well in that league. But it's about going at the right time where you know you're going to get the respect and you've got the right role and, and all the rest of it. And they'll continue to come chasing her and till then she'll she'll help lead our Sydney team and uh, and hopefully go to the World Cup, which is here in, in Sydney later on in the year. Well, it's great that uh, we've got you, Shane. I'd love to have a, a, ask you a couple of things about the NBA as well while, while we have you uh, with us, particularly have you ever had anything to do with Ben Simmons and what's going on in his mind, etc. because... Uh, it's a story that, it's, and it's not a great story at the moment. No, it's um, gee whiz. I'd get paid a lot of money if I knew what was going on in Ben Simmons' mind. I reckon to be able to help solve that because uh, you're right. It was it, it was an ugly year for Ben, and uh, you know he made the stand. He sat out. Um, obviously, he's been affected too, though. There's no doubt. You know, he's come out and said there's some. 
you know, mental health issues that he has to be able to get through. There would have been a lot of pressure and a lot of um, people that had sort of turned on him as well. But I hope, I think he's in the right spot now. So now it's up to him to do the work because I'm not sure that he's done the work over the years that he's probably needed to do to be able to take his game to another level because from an outsider's point of view, it looks like his game's regressed for every year that he's been in the NBA. And, uh, you know, we've got a lot of confidence in what he can do with his, his size and his defence and his ability to pass the ball and hopefully he gets back and plays some good basketball with the Nets because I think he's the right piece to be able to help them go to the next level as well. It's been a, a, a weird sort of a league this year. I think it's finally getting some traction in terms of the on-court performances of some of the sides, but it's been influenced, influenced by players who are not prepared to be vexed, etc., uh, rebelling against that, uh, and then players not wanting to play with this, and then trades, of course, which you always get. But it just hasn't seemed to be a, a season this year with it, which has really flowed on the court. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, you know, but at the same time, it's it's um, you know anyone could win it. I reckon there's probably six, seven teams that have a genuine chance of being able to um, to be able to get it done, but. I guess with, you know, LeBron and the Lakers and all those guys sort of going down, it's sort of taken a little bit of that interest out as well at the top end where you don't necessarily have the superstars that, you know, we've seen in the past as well. But, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting this second half of the year to see how it all sort of plays out. It will, um, and uh, it looked for all intents and purposes as the Phoenix Suns were going to be one of those sides, but uh, without Chris Paul at the moment, they look a bit vulnerable. Yeah, I mean, you take the best player out of, you know, any team and, you know, life's difficult. It doesn't matter what league you're in. You've got to have the depth, but you're never going to be able to, you know, um, fill in with that quality. Uh, you have to change your style. And, um, you know, I, I know that even coaching, we lost both of our Americans and then we lost our captain. And when you're down three players, it just makes it tough. You're eating into the bench and, and you know, you can't put enough points on the board. And uh, but that sort of leadership that Chris Paul has is is incredible. And uh, but yeah, it's it's mighty close. And um, you know, I'm sort of leaning towards the Greek freak being able to uh, get his team back. You know, in that top echelon as well. I, I think they're going to be a big chance in the East. Yeah, Milwaukee. I, I think you're right. I, I really do. And uh, they probably haven't quite achieved to the level they should with the talent that they have. Uh, we're always uh, very interested in in our fellow. Uh, Stephen Adams, we've been in this country very much uh, uh, Oklahoma supporters, and then of course we uh, we had a, bof- a brief stint uh, as Pelican supporters, and now we're with the Memphis Grizzlies, who uh, are not a bad unit either. Pierre, who have uh, uh, lost Shane Hill, looks like uh, he's gone. So um, probably that. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay, fine. We'll, uh, Shane, I, I'm not sure if you can hear us, mate. We can't hear you. Uh, thanks very much for your time this morning. Um, and uh, your insight into basketball on uh, both sides uh, of, of the world, actually, particularly the NBA and uh, the NBL. Shane Hill, Shane the Hammer Hill, has been with us um, throughout the last uh, quarter of an hour. And I'm sorry we haven't been able to say goodbye to him properly. Uh, we've completely lost uh, contact with him. So um, it would be interesting to get his opinion too on Stephen Adams. We might leave that for another day. It's- Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91